0: Christian School Management wants to partner with your Christian school, bringing hope. Since 2017, we have provided advice and counsel to hundreds of Christian schools. Our consultants, books, surveys, and online trustee training are Christian, research-based, and represent over 400 years of experience. Are you struggling? Our mission is to bring prosperity. Are you strong and growing? Our mission is to deepen your leadership and stewardship. Go to Christian School Management and find out more. Entheos is our free advice and counsel letter that is read by over 1,100 Christian school leaders a week. Go to christianschoolmanagement.org and sign up your leadership team. For Jesus, through mission with students. Let CSM partner with you. Real Traps is the premier source for high-performance acoustic treatment, including bass traps, broadband absorbers, and diffusers. Once a room has been properly treated, clarity and articulation of music and speech improve enormously. Our clients include famous mixing and mastering engineers, corporations, and even a research lab at MIT. Whether you're a professional recording engineer, audiophile, or home theater owner who wants the best sound possible, upgrade your entire system with acoustic treatment from Realtraps. Visit Realtraps.com. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, and your host, Stephen Boffman, is our special guest. He's one of the investigative reporters, or the investigative reporter and attorney that talks about Ravi Zacharias. You know that name, a world evangelist caught up in a scandal, as many unfortunately have been. And uh, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me, Michael.
0: Real Traps is the premier source for high-performance acoustic treatment, including bass traps, broadband absorbers, and diffusers. Once a room has been properly treated, clarity and articulation of music and speech improve enormously. Whether you're a professional recording engineer, audiophile, or a home theater owner who wants the best sound possible, upgrade your entire system with acoustic treatment from Real Traps. Visit RealTraps.com. Yeah. So, uh, this is an amazing story. I feel honored to, to have you on the program because, unfortunately, uh, these cover ups happen a lot. A scandal where you go and search and expect to find something that may be holy or may have character, you're finding scandal after scandal in the name of Ravi Zacharias. Tell us a uh, where to begin with this, because I know some people don't even know about this scandal. I found out very late. Where do you usually begin when you tell people about Robbie Zacharias?
1: First of all, I let people know that I come to this as someone who was born and raised outside the United States, grew up around missionaries in Southeast Asia Although I have since become a religious skeptic, I retained a very strong respect for uh, evangelical institutions and missionary work. And the Ravi Zacharias investigations I started in summer of 2015 have really showed me a dark underbelly to the whole God business. I think there's a lot of reason to be very, very cynical about evangelical organizations in general. And the Ravi Zacharias story shows us how the evangelical village is willing to get together, to rally the troops, to circle the wagons, to keep their money generators, making the gospel look good and getting the butts on the pews and selling the books and filling the audit terms. Keep those people scandal free. And what we saw with Ravi Zacharias was early hints in his career that he was a dishonest man.
0: And Steve, I just want to, of course, get to the main point, which is, uh, you know, Ravi Zacharias caught up in scandal, sexual scandal. Uh, sexual abuse and other abuses and lies and so forth. That's just the beginning. I want you to get to that. But the name of the book that people ought to get, it's by Steve Boffman, our special guest. It's called Cover Up in the Kingdom, Phone, Sex, Lies, and God's Great Apologist, Robbie Zacharias. You take it away.
1: Ravi began as—he went into Christian ministry, and from the very beginning, he was being deceptive about his academic credentials and who he was. And the Christian business world rallied to cover this up. Mm -hmm. And what we wound up learning is that those lies that Mr. Zacharias was telling about his his academic credentials— Were just the tip of the iceberg. They were a mask for a much more pernicious secret life he was leading sexually. It turns out after he died, we learned that basically because one of the women who'd been in business with him contacted me and told him that Ravi had been an owner of a spa in Alpharetta, Georgia, a massage spa where he was being sexually abusive with the women.
0: Just interesting. This is a world-class evangelist that everybody knew. People's heads probably just, you know, splitting when they hear this because it's the last thing that they think of. Go ahead.
1: It's an astonishing thing, Michael, when you think that Mr. Zacharias traveled the world, was one of the most hardworking international evangelists, had the biggest international apologetics organization on the planet, Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. He had a very loyal team of people around him that looked the other way when he was clearly engaging in suspicious conduct and even when he was clearly engaging in deceptive conduct as he was doing around his academic credentials.
0: I was going to say, you mentioned in your book, I thought it was kind of funny, I think you said this, that... That, uh, someone else, like a Billy Graham, and you find out that this person had a massage parlor, a couple of them. It would almost be unheard of, you know. But somehow this was a an accepting sort of thing, you know, very strange. And so, when you think of Michael Jackson, that normal behavior for him is just being with children. The, these things are like red flags. People in ministry and seeing this type of activity. But I want to backtrack just a, a bit. The fact is that you know you are a um, are you an atheist? You said.
1: I consider my, yeah, I don't believe in God, I'm, but I'm uh, also very open to uh, continue to study philosophy with Christians and reaches across the aisle. The
0: thing that I find so interesting, number one, you were searching in a very noble way for truth because you follow philosophy and so forth. You held this man in high esteem as you were learning about him as a person willing to be open-minded to hearing about what he had to say because he appeals to a lot of people in philosophy. And this must have been a terrible conclusion. But the other funny thing is you mentioned scripture in the book. You are um, preaching to us. The irony is nobody is above God's Word. So the fact is that, you know, I'm under the submission of it, and I love the fact that you use Scripture to keep us in check.
1: Yeah, I think that the big lesson for me in the Ravi Zacharias scandal is evangelical organizations will behave as badly as they can get away with. I don't think there's any difference between the way Christian evangelical organizations handle their dirty secrets than the way the Roman Catholics handle their massive ongoing sex scandals or the way tobacco companies cover up their secrets. Organizations will take on a life of their own, and the tribal loyalty is around the business organization, and that's equally as true for evangelical churches and evangelical and and apologetic organizations as it is for tobacco companies. And we're very naïve to think that evangelical organizations tend to behave better than other organizations.
0: True, but it's terrible. Um, You know, there's always a remnant, though, of people who are actually, and I'm sure you've met people who are Christians that are good people, nice people. Just to let you know, there are some people where the word of God has changed hearts and has made you know people better redeem them, reform them, if you will. And ironically, even part of the words that Robbie Zacharias would say, people were still changed by him. Isn't that ironic that that could even happen from someone who' was doing what he was doing?
1: So, Michael, I absolutely do not use this to cast aspersions on Christians in general. I've I've met some really wonderful Christians throughout my life, but also since the Ravi Zacharias episode came to my life in 2015. What I can tell you, as a matter of fact, Michael, is there were a handful of good Christian bloggers and a couple of academics who were willing to break rank with the tribe and publish in their blog stuff, confirming that what I was saying about Ravi's lying about his credentials were true. But it was not more than we can count on one hand.
0: This is amazing. I mean, honestly, people should be thanking you. People should not be lambasting you or saying mean things about you or anything like that. Because, you know, the whole thing is that uh, when there is scandal in, in the body of Christ coming clean, is helpful for everyone else in the body so that there's healing and there's restoration and so forth. Being in denial doesn't set anybody free, and uh, and that's a shame.
1: Well, D- Michael, denial is really, really good for the people who are benefiting from the system. Denial was really good for HarperCollins Christian Publishing. They're the biggest Christian publisher in the United States, and they dug their heels in, and they kept publishing Ravi and promoting Ravi even after they had a mountain of evidence from me about his sexual predation and his credential lies. Denial was great for the Southern Baptist Convention, who honored Ravi with a prestigious speaking award, speaking gig. It was well known that he was lying about his credentials and he was lying about his sexual conduct with this Canadian woman. What did the Southern Baptist Convention do? Keep showering him with praise and rewards. They did not demonstrate courage in the face of the Ravi scandals until it was safe to do so. And I'm talking big names.
0: Because I see this as a litmus test. The Pharisees were focused not on the truth of God, but they were focused on maintaining the establishment. You know, and that had to do with control and power and money. Really, the people who are seeking the truth, it is healthy for people to admit when there's sin because they can heal. You know, we're all sinners. But... Let me just say this, this was so strange. I went on YouTube in preparation for this interview and I figured everybody would be praying for the the women who were sexually abused. I went through video after video and there're hardly any comments on that. And I figured people would be saying, um, you know, we're praying for all the abuse victims. So please pray with me.
1: There's a really big difference between what happened with Jesus and his followers vis-a-vis the Pharisees and what went on with Rabbi. The public at large Was just like their leaders. They did not want to see that Ravi Zacharias was a fraud. You can go through the social media record on YouTube and Twitter, and you can see the most absurd, nasty positions being taken by Ravi's most devout followers in the trenches. These are not people in industry, these are folks who are just social media Christians who've done some apologetics work. They were reduced to stupid, angry comments because they did not want to admit that their guru, this man who made them feel so good, was a fraud and a vicious fraud. So there were lots of Christians out there who dug their heels into protect Ravi also.
0: I believe you had to have thick skin. My goodness. I know you're not naive. You know, you're an attorney and you're, you're, you know, strong willed. But were you surprised that yeah, I, I was
1: the personal insults. I've been I've never been more abused in my life. I sent them hundreds of emails to pastors and to organize Southern Baptist groups and pages of documentation on Ravi Zacharias. And I really expected to have it be warmly received. And instead, it was just ignored. And I was trashed in the media, and they did not want this to come out.
0: And and I was going to say that the reason I think, you know, for the body of Christ, of course, the the Bible says that people want truth who are believers, not uh, protecting an establishment for those that want the Word of God, they want truth. And so, you know, coming from darkness into the light and bringing that sin into the light Real Christians actually want that. They want sin aired out in the open so it can die and people can be restored and so forth. But in this case, you know, there is the scripture, Steve, that uh, you can't serve God and money because you'll hate the one and despise, mm-hmm. is the word God uses, and you'll love yeah. the other. And you're, you're bringing that up. We're going to be right back. Steve Boffman is our special guest, and he has a book that you ought to get. It's called Cover Up in the Kingdom, Phone, Sex, Lies, and God's Great Apologist – Robbie Zacharias, right after this. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions, the ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. Ocaso builds high-quality, extremely affordable action cameras that enable our customers to capture dynamic moments in life and share their world of difference. In less than nine years, Acaso has become one of the leading action camera brands worldwide, with sales of over a half million units annually. There's a world out there to explore and enjoy, while capturing every thrilling experience. ACASO's mission is to inspire and empower more people to join, enjoy, capture, and share the fun of exciting outdoor sports. Visit Okay, we're back with Steve Boffman. His book, Cover Up in the Kingdom. Unfortunately, there are scandal after scandals, and it's it may never end. Uh, but there are also great Christians out there, people who are devout. But Steve, um, this is a, a litmus test, though, because people who want truth, and God knows the difference, is again the litmus test of the uh, Pharisees who wanted just to protect what they had, the uh, power, money and the religious establishment, there are always going to be people who are after the truth. And even if it's a remnant, so be it. But yes, there are false pretenses. I just wish you would see that there are actually people whose hearts want, you know, what God is offering, which is what is holy, what is true, what is good found in Jesus Christ. And the Lord says, let them all grow together. I will separate them. So what you've seen are counterfeit, counterfeit Christians, and you've seen many of them, and it's disheartening. You think about the seminaries, though. And uh, if they were caught for a plagiarism or any kind of uh, demarcation that way, they would be, you know, expelled.
1: It's easy to pick on seminary students and kick them out because they're not rainmakers. They're not they haven't become an integral part of your ministry. But Ravi was too important that basically evangelical Christianity made a deal with the devil. Ravi is too big to fail. We're going to put God on the back burner while we push Ravi to the fans, because this was just too good for the kingdom. And it was really ugly. But that's what happened.
0: I'm using that term, a litmus test, because it's true. Uh, God does use that. So people who are really seeking the truth, really seeking uh, Jesus— will come after him as opposed to, you know, their own selfish purposes, money.
1: There were good, devout Christians in the trenches who really had a commitment to Jesus who did not want to know the truth about Ravi Zacharias. And that's a scary phenomenon that I think is an important part of the Ravi Zacharias story.
0: Well, there are two things here I wanted to mention. The Lord says to watch out about people who are charismatic, elegance in the way that they talk. He says to watch out for them. There's a uh, deceit. And so, again, that litmus test, he's looking for people who are only in it to hear the truth, who are just curious about, is there truth even? And yeah. that's all that they want. And if you notice, yeah. all the people who have fallen that you have seen, they all had a charisma to them and an elegance mm-hmm. about the way they spoke. But very rarely, including this man, Ravi Zacharias, did you hear so much truth of Scripture so it's the elegance and the charisma that blinded people, and they're still blinded, by the way. And you go on YouTube; I expected all the uh, sermons to be taken down, but they're all up, and and the only thing they say is "God bless this man" and "What a great man," and and there's nothing. <laughs> it's almost like people didn't get your memo, uh, and they should get the book. Give us the name of your book one more time.
1: It's called "Cover Up in the Kingdom." Phone sex, lies, and God's great apologist, Ravi Zacharias. Cover up in the kingdom. It's available online.
0: There is such a thing as accountability. So the people who covered up for Ravi Zacharias, the people that you met, uh, the nasty things that they say, the denial, I hope you know, speaking to an atheist, if God is real, and I believe he is, there's accountability for those people too. So I, I want you to know that, that if there is truth, okay, nobody... Gets off scot-free because God is holy and God is true. So people who cover up and do these things or become even accessories are liars.
1: Well, let, let me ask you a question, Michael. Do you think that the folks at HarperCollins Christian Publishing, who claim to be devout Christians, that they were worried about being accountable to God when they had a mountain of information about Ravi being a sleazy individual and they chose money over canceling his contracts? Do you think they were afraid of God? You think the Southern Baptist Convention who went bent over backwards to protect Ravi's deck, you think (laughs) they're worried about God? Uh Uh-uh.
0: There is accountability for others that deny the truth. Christians who deny the truth. Let me give you an example in the scriptures. You probably know as much scripture as I do, for all I know, because you're a researcher, you know, but uh, there is in the book of Acts, there's a, a couple, Ananias and Sapphira. Right,
1: they dropped dead because they lied.
0: In other words, they lied to God's Holy Spirit, saying that in their heart, they would bring a certain amount of money to the church and they held it right. price. Christ. They lied in the right. face of God. Now, that the reason they died... Okay, it's so important that the church remain holy and that the church remain to image God, you know, who is holy and he is true. So if this could infect the whole church. And so, you know, look what's happened since. But the fact is, there's always a remnant and there's always people. And God made sure that they died to make an example of them.
1: Yeah. But, Michael, how many Christians in prominent positions of leadership and I'm talking about TV pastors knew that Robbie Zacharias was a scoundrel and kept making money of him. How many of them were really concerned or really believed that God had Ananias and Sepphorus dropped dead in, what is it, the second chapter of Acts? How many of them actually believed God did that kind of stuff? I don't think they could have believed it because if they believed in a God like that, their behavior would have been different.
0: And I don't mind saying it, that the chances are that these people, and I'm going to say it, we're not really Christians. I don't care if they're prominent. Yeah. I don't care if they have a following or any of that stuff. We're sold yeah. a million books. Chances are that someone, just what you're saying, does not acknowledge that God is holy. And I believe they're not even a Christian. I mean, I love how the Lord says, let them all grow together. All the counterfeit, because mm-hmm. they look just like a Christian. Okay, and he says, I'll take care of those people. The judgment mm-hmm. on the last day, the prophets and the psalmist, uh, they had a problem with this type of thing because they saw people who uh, said that they believe in God getting off scot-free. They seem like they're blessed, but God showed the end of those people, the the ones who believe and the ones that are, are fakers. And the end is not pretty. I want you to know that, that they may have gotten away scot-free. Okay. With, with so-called scandal, but God knows the difference between good and evil and between holy and unholy. And there is judgment for those people.
1: I don't believe that. I could be wrong, but I'll tell you, I have a lot in common with most Christian leaders during the Ravi Zacharias era who also don't believe in that sort of judgment. Because if the folks who covered up this stuff and kept business as usual believed that that God is going to judge them like he did those folks in the book of Acts, uh, they would have done the right thing. Their behavior would have been a lot different. So there's a lot of people out there in Christian leadership who you're saying aren't Christians. And I tend to agree with you on that.
0: And the Lord says, okay, that the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom and understanding. Where was Steve Boffman and his book, Cover Up in the Kingdom, Phone Sex, Lies, and God's Great Apologist, Robbie Zacharias? And people hearing that say aghast because I only heard this recently, and I had no idea that Robbie Zacharias never in a million years would I ever expect there was a cover-up scandal, lying about his credentials, academically speaking, uh, sexual abuse, and all kinds of uh, terrible things. And then you're saying, you know, the whole uh, Christian establishment that has to do with the big money uh, covering up for him and lying. And uh, is there anything good that, that came out of all this research?
1: There are some wonderful Christian folks who I now consider friends who were courageous about bucking the trend and, uh, and speaking out before it became safe to do so. I'm very happy about those courageous folks who stood up early. And once it became so obvious that Ravi Zacharias was a sexual predator and an overall scoundrel there were no ethical standards about that. And we see that a lot in the Christian world. There are so many pastors out there calling themselves doctor when they don't have uh, doctorate degrees.
0: And I agree with that. But God knows those that seek him with all their heart. Now, something that you were trying to do as far as find out, is there truth? And you were let down by this man. But is there truth is the question. And yeah. God says in, in the scriptures here, it says, God be true, but every man a liar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. God is saying, don't worry about all these other people, these uh, scandal, people who cover up uh, counterfeit Christians. He says only God is true, and his words are true, but man is a liar. And he even says, you know, he believes in what you say. (laughs) God says in Jeremiah that who could know the depths of the human heart, the wickedness, the deceit? Of the human heart. Who could know it?
1: Well, God also says, supposedly, God says, and I think it's 1 Timothy expose evil. I'd hate to have your listeners think that God is saying, don't worry about all this stuff. There's specific commands in the New Testament to speak out against evil. I'm not at all suggesting that moral standards of religious folks are worse than us atheists. I think it's naive to think that their moral standards are better because they're religious.
0: And I know it doesn't sound like it for you, you know, but Steve, I want to tell you something. God used you.
1: Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment that God used me. I don't think that happened, but hey, if it did, um, I hope I get an extra star in my crown after life.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, he must think a lot of you, though, (laughs) because you told the truth and you came clean. Steve Boffman, our special guest, cover up in the kingdom, phone sex, lies, and God's great apologist, Robbie Zacharias. Thank you so much for all the work that you've done here. And we really appreciate you being on the program.
1: Thank you for having me, Michael. I've enjoyed your comments very much also.
0: Com. Real Traps is the premier source for high-performance acoustic treatment, including bass traps, broadband absorbers, and diffusers. Once a room has been properly treated, clarity and articulation of music and speech improve enormously. Whether you're a professional recording engineer, audiophile, or home theater owner who wants the best sound possible, upgrade your entire system with acoustic treatment from Real Traps. Visit RealTraps.com.